0: How many types of nicotine toxicity are there? Have you heard of neonicotinoids? All these and much more facts will be revealed in today's episode. Are you ready? So let's commence the convo. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult Podcast. I'm your host Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBPS MD Pharmacology and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips strategies methods and lots of ideas to learn better understand better and make your concepts crystal clear if you really find and if there's a question hovering in your minds is pharmacology difficult lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge well don't take me wrong i'm sure you never realized the importance of nicotine so much till date right now it's the third episode and i'm still lingering to it but no worries this talk is as fresh as a flower fragrance and i bet you it'll leave you with gains in your hands Actually, it's a very long discussion and I've already told you about two main receptors of nicotine, the capital NM receptor and the capital NN receptor. That gives us two directions, nicotine effect on the neuromuscular junction while the other one is the ganglionic stimulation via nicotine. And guess what? I have a pretty decent desirable reason to discuss the neuromuscular transmission later with the sibling drugs as it's a new unique topic. Got it? Now, my goal of the day is to throw ample light on the ganglionic stimulation via the capital N, N receptor by nicotine such drugs acting on the capital n n receptor they are categorized dually the group one they comprise of the similar drugs namely lobeline you remember then we have tetramethyl ammonium and dimethyl phenyl now nicotine is the focus of the study why due to its toxicity and its presence in tobacco As far as the mechanisms are concerned, it enhances the heart rate by stimulation of the sympathetic ganglia and also by causing parasympathetic ganglia parasis or paralysis and it's vice versa. I mean to say the depression of the sympathetic ganglia and the stimulation of the parasympathetic ganglia decrease the heart rate. You see, they are opposites. Now, in the periphery, it exhibits biphasic response on adrenal medulla. How? If given in small doses or small quantity, it enhances the release of catecholamines. While, inhibits the release of catecholamines if there occurs stimulation of the splanchnic nerve. That's one aspect in the periphery. Let's talk about another aspect, that is, what about its role in central nervous system? It markedly stimulates the central nervous system, generally conversions they are seen at the poisonous doses. High degree of stimulation is followed by depression, yes, and the death may occur due to respiratory failure. Now, nicotine does cause vomiting and pleasure actions. They are all a result of the release of dopamine and other related biogenic amines. Next, let's get to know the phenomena of tolerance and dependence producing effects of nicotine. Now, when long-term exposure of nicotine occurs, I mean to say chronic exposure... Then there is enhanced number of density of the receptors, and the chronic exposure of nicotine also enhances the half-life of the nicotinic receptors on the cell surface. The chronic effects, they are associated to smoking. A long time back, it was a preferred insecticide, but in today's era, neonicotinoids, they are used instead which are synthesized to partially resemble nicotine. You got the whole idea? Now, their use is little controversial, and some have been actually banned too in around 2013, that is 2013, for a period of two years or so. It's the perfect time to talk about the toxicity. I mean to say both acute toxicity and the chronic toxicity of nicotine. How it occurs, what causes it, all questions going to be answered just now. Lethal dose of nicotine is accounted to be around 40 mg. That is equivalent to one drop of the pure liquid state of nicotine. Now, that is also equal to the quantity of nicotine in around 2 cigarettes. But just pay heed to the fact that significant nicotine amount is lost in the ashes in burning cigarettes. Acute poisoning is a result of accidental ingestion of nicotine insecticides or tobacco, generally by small kids. It results in vomiting and the various other signs and symptoms observed they are Central stimulation followed by convulsions, then coma, and finally respiratory arrest. The second type of sign and symptoms are the depolarization of the skeletal muscles, finally leading to the block of the depolarization and respiratory paralysis. And the third type, the cardiac effect seen, they are cardiac arrhythmias, can be precipitated and there is enhanced blood pressure now management of acute toxicity is up to great extent symptomatic and supportive let's talk about the specific agents atropine counteracts the muscarinic exaggeration entire convulsants well the best one is the diazepam to talk about to be very specific it can counteract the conversions that is central overstimulation, then mechanical airway support can help to counteract the neuromuscular block. And luckily, just get to know one more fact about nicotine, that its metabolism is very very fast. So there are greater chances of survival once the situation is under control. Got it? Now, chronic toxicity is attributable to cigarette smoking and higher the nicotinic amount, higher the addiction. It contributes in more of the vascular damage and there can be sudden death due to cardiac problems. Now, there is higher incidence of peptic ulcers in chronic toxicity. Even you should know one thing that electronic cigarettes, that is vaping v-a-p-i-n-g they also cause such damage that is not an excuse their use is not advisable now as we are talking about all these things where are we heading up to yes let's finally talk about smoking cessation I know I've talked about it in my last episode but I want to let you know some more points one or two more drugs and new facts about the drugs that are used to treat the smoking cessation. The first one I want to talk about is the nicotine replacement therapy. Now, I talked about the different dosage forms in my last episode and you can really refer to my last episode for all the dosage forms and their brief account. Now, all these forms along with the motivation, they work wonder as nicotine is slowly absorbed from the alpha 4 beta 2 receptors and this curbs the smoking craving that's all about the nicotine replacement therapy the basic knowledge is that you should have about different dosage forms and that was discussed in the last episode okay let's go further Verinicoline drug a partial agonist at alpha Four beta 2 receptor it's the principal nicotine receptor in the central nervous system that is involved to cause the dependence and the addiction so that is why we are talking about the alpha 4 beta 2 receptor again and again now little antagonism due to long acting behavior of the drug which drug very it curbs the stimulation effect of nicotine And this action is occurring presynaptically, so that also prevents the release of dopamine. And by prevention of the release of dopamine, what can you expect? Well, yes, there is decrease in the reward action and the reward effect or the pleasure that is experienced by the nicotine. Nausea, vomiting, sleeplessness, mood changes... Psychological behavior, anxiety, depression coupling. They have all made the FDA, capital FDA, to issue a warning against the drug varenicilline. And yes, there were some unwanted cardiac effects also reported to be associated with the use of the drug varenicilline now a brand new alkaloid talk in the end part of today's episode is cytisin that is c-y-t-i-s-i-n-e it has the affinity for alpha 4 beta 2 subtype of nicotinic receptors its administration is oral the adverse drug reactions they associated with this drug cytisin they are gut related and the recent research has shown it to be giving promising results very very equivalent to nicotine replacement therapy you can abbreviate it as capital n r t and also the effects they are as useful as equivalent to verenicoline let's see what the future holds in this particular regard of cyticy with the positive anticipation and thumbs up ciao for now for all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, do visit www.pharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences, drug information updates and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name, as Pharmacology Difficult. If you're listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple podcast. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay enlightened. Thank you.